Hi, this is Quinn Wynn and Jesse Chu, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season five. We're here to share our paper flower journey, engage with makers and artists, and support other female entrepreneurs. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. Hello, hello, people. Welcome to our over coffee. We're switching things up this time, and we're going to go back to our roots of paper flower. And I don't, we, Jesse and I were just talking and we realized we never really discussed on our own what crepe paper means to us. So, and let's talk about a little bit about the history too. A lot of people, when they think about crepe paper at the very beginning of a paper flower journey is those tissue rows, that super thin streamers that you would throw for parties. They would make pinatas out of them. But as you get to know uh, crepe paper, it's a very interesting because not only do they come in these really lightweight, I believe the the crepe tissue streamers are like 35 grams, which is super, super light. The next gram that you go up to that you can find is the 40 gram, which is actually made from Cardiseca Rossi. They have a whole line of 40 gram and we actually use that in our paper flowers. But it's, I have to warn you, it doesn't have a lot of stretch, but it's very useful in certain instances. Jesse, how would you use 40 gram in your world? <laughs> I just think you I, I don't really get access to 40 grams <laughs> in Canada, other than by purchasing it through Cardo Technica, through Cart Finney, actually. So going back to your question, how would you use the 40 grams? I probably would use it like the German Denison fine crepe mm-hmm. paper in a similar manner. In terms and that of is the its extra lightness. fine, yeah, it's the extra fine that we're talking about. No, the fine crepe paper. Oh, the fine is lighter yes. than the extra fine. So today. yes, there, it's <laughs> different. So the Denison, yes. there's the fine crepe paper, and then there's the extra fine. So yes. you're probably I don't know what you're familiar with. To be honest, what I'm familiar <laughs> with is the fine crepe paper because that's what the paper place carried. Yes. So at the beginning, that's what I used, the really light stuff. Um, and the 40 gram didn't really come in. The 40 gram Italian crepe paper didn't really come in until much later because I didn't have much access to it. And uh, Cart Finney also didn't carry the 40 until recent couple of years. Mm-hmm. But like the light stuff like that, I think is yeah. really can be really beautiful when you're ruching it up, when you're using it in multiple layers just to create more integrity in the petal or the Mm-hmm. you know whatever you're using it for yeah. it is lamination would, right is what you're talking about yes lamination or you don't have to laminate it you can just you know double it up triple it up quadruple mm-hmm. it up and use it like that really anything to your imagination <laughs> <laughs> i just wouldn't use it for like big petals right no like you and definitely I agree. Not. we would use it for it, big petals yeah and um, even if you were to try to wire it with like really thin wire it would it would just be so obvious like you could see yeah, it exactly so I mean I absolutely think there's a time and a place for it I do want to mention the fine crepe paper which is the Denison which is the which is made in the U.S. by Denison it has some really beautiful beautiful muted colors and I there do. are some colors there that you cannot get in any other types of crepe paper you know whether it's yep. Italian or Chinese or Mexican and because it is technically German technology, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because semen 
um, which which manufactures the Denison is in the Mm -hmm. U.S., but it did buy out the German technology. That it's it's very similar to actually the German doublet or double-sided that a lot of people Mm -hmm. use in terms of how it's dyed and how it's made. Mm -hmm. And so you can really cross-pollinate that way and especially with the coloring yeah, we talked about that before. And also, especially. if you guys are looking to buy Denison, um, rosemill.com actually carries it in their shop. So check them out there if you're looking to experiment with Denison. We would love to see what you make with that. Yeah, it actually was the first type of crepe paper I had access to. So I was very familiar with it. But then <laughs> once you like, graduate to heavier weights, yes. it does. you do really have to rethink about the way you're using the really fine stuff because it doesn't ship well. It, mm-hmm. If you've had it crashes, it, yeah. yeah, you can see that kind of wilts a bit. Yeah, it changes its shape. It does fade quite easily as well. Now the forty gram Italian, which is different from the German, the dyeing process is different. The coloring, it's it's different. It's different technology. So mm-hmm. I can't can't really compare it to that in terms of coloring. Yeah, but what I do know with the Denison is that it's because it's so fine and delicate, it does fade. Mm-hmm. It fades really beautifully. But if that's yeah. not what you're looking for, then you do have to be careful when you're using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a hobbyist, it doesn't really matter. But if you're spending hours on it, like it can be heartbreaking. If a couple of years later you're like, "Oh my gosh, it doesn't look like the way that it it was." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Quinn. I mean, speaking of which, like, what mm-hmm. are some ways that you take to kind of protect the color? From fading too much. Well, we all know Krylon. Krylon has a great UV protective coating spray that you can spray it. I tend to spray my flowers after they're done and not worry about coating the whole sheet of paper. I feel like that's a waste because you know you're cutting things and you might be gluing things or mod podging things. So I like to right before I deliver it to my client. So you have to really think about your deadline. I always buffer in two days to let my flower cure in the UV spray because it does smell. And Mm -hmm. how do you know that the spray actually is on it and has staying power is when you can't smell the spray anymore. That means that the spray has actually evaporated, it's dried, and it's cured. If you smell a little bit, make sure you air it out. Make sure you're outside spraying. (laughs) I think that's really, really important because, you know, or wear a mask. I mean, we're so used to wearing a mask that it's just easy to put one on now. (laughs) Not a big deal. We all have one. (laughs) Exactly. And then there are now, I feel like there's more sprays. What um, Winston Newton, you can buy that at Michael's at Blick. They also have a preservative coating spray for watercolor. We can use it on our crepe paper. Um, The other one, what is that one called, Jesse? It's called the gold. Is it golden? I forget. Yeah, yeah, the golden. So they the also have one too. Mm-hmm. That works really well. I like the Winston just a little bit more. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Maybe the smell is not as heavy, but mm-hmm. it does seem to work really well. But Krylon, you can buy it at Home Depot. You can buy it at the craft stores. Um, it's a little bit cheaper and more readily accessible, I believe. Yeah. I think it's an American brand. That's what's yeah. so accessible here. So yeah. like if you're in Europe, there will be an equivalent brand, essentially any kind of... Mm-hmm. Spray. UV spray, yeah, yeah, spray anything to spray yeah. and protect your artwork. So if you're a mm-hmm. painter or if you work with pastels, you probably will be familiar with ty- those types of archival sprays. Yeah, but I mean, back to crepe paper. Once you graduate from 40 gram, there's 60 gram. <laughs> 
I was yes. going to say, what's the difference between 60 and the fine crepe paper and the German? And the 60 definitely has a different quality, doesn't it? Yeah, it's definitely, there's a stretch. You can definitely see the stretch between the 40 and the 60 for me. And I actually ended up using, let me see, I love using the 60 for my pollen. I, I like to pair it. So I like to laminate the German double-sided with the lighter crepe paper to create that pollen look. And you can do it multiple ways. And I would have to say the coloring power of the Italian crepe paper. So if I'm cross-dyeing my paper, I like to take the Italian because I feel like the dye comes off really easy. You know what that means? It means it fades really easily. Mm -hmm. But in that process, you can actually pull those colors out and transfer it to another one. And then, of course, you would use that archival spray to kind of help preserve it a little bit longer. So that's my yeah. method. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 60 definitely has a really beautiful stretch. You can literally like push your thumb through and it would hold and it wouldn't break. Yeah. And it's so like stretchy and it's so, um, the paper is, there's something durable about the paper that, mm-hmm. you know, the comparable weight kind of in the yeah. German, it, does, it doesn't have the same type of durability. Yeah. But it's like very, you said, it's, it's fragile. Fast. It's very fragile. Yes. But, yes. So, uh, okay. I like to ask you, because I've been seeing on your Instagram feed, you have these beautiful Icelandic poppies. Mm-hmm. I've been experimenting with some too, because I just did an extra large one with, I did with the Italian 180, which worked mm-hmm. really beautifully with it. But, um, but for the smaller ones, when you're wrenching things up, we talked about, you know, how to double things up by not just laminating, but just notching the bottom of your petals to kind of straighten them up a little bit. But when you do your poppies and you're like twisting it and twirling it to get that mm-hmm. signature poppy look, did you experiment with like 40, 60, and 90 to see which one had the better poppy effect petal look? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't find much difference between the 40 and the 60. It's such like a such a slim difference you can tell the difference when you're using it flat but when it's scrunched up you know I don't think there's much of a difference I have used 90 so we'll talk about that as well and we'll talk about that later yeah because that's a really exciting uh piece and when you stretch out the 90 it is really thin it's like like the 60 and 40 but there's something about it that it's there is a pattern on it yes when you stretch it. So it's kind of, it's funny. It's like, it's like the 180 pattern, except uh-huh. it's thinner. And yeah. so with the pattern, I find that coloring it is tricky. Can you um, explain I don't, what you mean by the pattern? Because both of you and I know it is, but I, I feel like some people have not noticed this. Yeah. So if you stretch the 180, 160, 140, and the 90, mm-hmm. and this probably is just the way that Cardotechnica Rossi creates their crepe paper in those lines, in those weights. But when you super stretch it, um, you kind of, you're trying to get rid of the grain lines. But even when you get rid of the grain lines, it looks to me, when I look at the pattern on it, it's not, it's not completely smooth. It looks kind of like cloudy. Like there's like clouds on them. I love Um, that effect though. And so the, one of the challenges with that is if you're going to do something really delicate, it's going to show up. So for example, if you're going to use a certain color and you're going to layer it with for pastels, pastels pick up everything, right? They pick up yeah. all the patterns on the paper. Mm-hmm. You see that puffiness and 
you may or may not be a fan, <laughs> depending on the circumstance, right? It really depends on the circumstance. You might be and a fan. What you're doing it with it. it. Exactly. And so with poppies, I'm not a huge fan because I like mixing my weights. I like, usually what I do is I just, I think about the color I want. And then I think about what papers have it. And so if I'm mixing it with 60, the 90 can be a little bit obvious. Yeah. That said, I do like the 90 in the white because it's delicate enough for the poppies. Yeah. And when I color it with my yellow, it's still very silky. But the other colors, I find the bubbles are a little bit more obvious when I'm layering it with a different color. Mm -hmm. So I don't do that. I do use the 94. I use the fine crepe paper as well, the German fine crepe paper, because there's just some colors in it that don't come in anything else. Exactly. (laughs) And so pairing it with a different color and layering it, I get the color that I want. Mm-hmm. But the trick really is to, yeah, you really do have to experiment, make them all together, use different weights, and then see, like, do they look right together? Mm-hmm. Do they look like they're from the same family? Yeah. And you have to be choosy about that. You have to experiment yeah. a lot. You have to pick, go, be very picky mm-hmm. about that, or else mm-hmm. it will be really obvious that, wait, that looks like a completely different weight. Yeah, exactly. And also think about the colors as they come in warmer tones and cooler tones. You really don't want to mix it together unless you're doing something very specific and contrasty, but a cool pink versus a warm pink is very noticeable when you're pairing it next to each other. Yeah. You have to be confident about what colors you choose yes, <laughs> when it comes to exactly. cool. I do love mixing cool and warm. <laughs> so I'm not sure I agree with you on that. I love uh-huh. mixing cool and warm, but you have to be very confident about what that looks mm-hmm. like because the wrong cool with the wrong warm can look, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't, it can clash, but yeah. it's kind of like when you think about matching pink and red yeah like how does that work it only works in certain tones Mm -hmm. um certain temperatures but it's 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 experience it's like kind of relying on your gut feeling like does that look right together Mm -hmm. and then you know making mistakes and then sometimes sometimes they work sometimes they don't exactly yeah Yeah. you never know experiment Experiment. (laughs) (laughs) you do you do yeah exactly let's talk about the 90 gram because it's very exciting. I love what Carnet Technical Rossi is doing with the new colors that are coming in. It's just amazing how they're really pushing the envelope on the colors for crepe paper because they're coming out with these beautiful shades that are just like, yes, this is exactly what we need. And I've been very lucky because, you know, Kate Alicorn lives in Seattle. We meet up quite frequently and she's been sharing with me the new colors. And they come came out with 10 new colors this year. And she has the amazing privilege of picking them. So you need to thank Kate for this. And she's coming up with these amazing, fun names to go with them. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I believe they're going to be releasing it very, very shortly. So check it out on Carnatech Rossi website. Yeah, that is really exciting. The colors that are coming out, mm-hmm. uh, but also the 90. So the 90 grams came out only a couple of years ago. Yes. Like it's a very recent thing <laughs> compared mm-hmm. to all the other like weights, like very, yeah. very recent, very new. Um, mm-hmm. So it's amazing that they've like, Carter Technica Rossi is like, you know what? We're jumping on this bandwagon and we're just going to keep creating colors. <laughs> just yep. keep going with them. Yeah. And um, it's because of you guys. You guys are the one that says we need this particular weight. There was a gap, weight gap between, I would say the 60 and the 140. It was a huge gap. And we're like, we need something with that switchability that you would get with a 140, but we needed that delicacy one. And Mm -hmm. because of you guys demanding it and asking for it, Karna Technica jumped on the wagon and did it. So 
congratulate yes. you guys seriously because that really changed the paper flower realm. Your buying, your buying power matters. It really yes. does. <laughs> and okay, saying that, I would say that is my biggest why, you guys, because you know this season five is all about the why. Why am I really doing this? I have a really big goal. I think you heard it in the my past beginning season one episode. I really want to have more people fall in love with paper flowers. Why do I want that? I selfishly want more supplies. And it's been really amazing to see the demand increase over time, the recognition. Anne Woodlucker, or Anne Wood of the Woodlucker, she, her article got printed in the Wall Street Journal talking about paper flowers, you guys. That is the command that we are reaching out there. It, it's slowly becoming somewhat of a norm. And I'm going to tell you a secret. I think it's already been put out there by the time we published this episode. But I was recently on the Ellen show, <laughs> but only as a gaming contestant. I wasn't there to <laughs> showcase paper flowers, but they did ask me what I did for a living. And I did mention that I was a paper artist and that I made paper flowers. And the co-host was T- Tiffany Haddish. And she was like, I mean, you could see the whole audience and the co-host and the host was there. Is like, what? What is a paper artist? And what is? paper flower what do you mean by that so I think I'm hoping that by me just saying that in on national tv (laughs) that people are going to be really curious and be wondering like what is this and so I'm hoping that people will also fall in love with, with paper flowers and I am just in love with paper flowers as much as I started back gosh seven eight years ago now Mm -hmm. so it's been a strong thing and I love how our paper flower industry has just evolved and changed. And with the 90 gram, let, let's talk about the 90 gram again, because they have what, almost 20 colors in this particular line, which mm-hmm. is absolutely amazing. And because of you guys, you have mentioned the greens crate has been fading like crazy. We both, all, all of us have noticed it. And we're like, how do we work with this? And we talked mm-hmm. about in the past episode, it's like, we love the fade because you kind of want to age with your paper flowers. Like why fight a thing that's going to happen? You can either diet and diet and diet and continuously diet and put preservative to preserve that color. But sometimes you just want to go with the flow and having that green turn into that beautiful kind of like sagey yellow color, brown notes in it. It actually works really well if you're doing a window display toward, you know, summer, toward fall, it looks like the window has completely changed. So like work my window with it. display. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except uh, it. if it happens quite quickly, then you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hit that right spot, you guys, when you're using Yeah, use the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because you guys complaining about it, Carnage has to go rechange the recipe mm-hmm. to preserve it even more. Yeah. So if you haven't tried the new greens, they had to revamp the recipe. It has um, definitely more staying power. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have tested it out, comment, let us know what you yeah. think of it. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you want it back? I think a lot <laughs> of people are like, no, we don't want it back. What are you talking about? <laughs> but um, it's, fun. it's it, fun. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, the 90s, I think they've, yeah, it's been, they've been so innovative, bringing out different types of greens too. And mm-hmm. Kate, I mean, obviously oh had a gosh. hand in choosing which types of greens to actually produce. Yeah. And to, because such a know, beautiful color eye. Yeah. We know that kind of Technica Rossi is always experimenting with different colors. 
but they have to decide, okay, out of all of these, which ones should go to the market? And so, and that's a really important decision. And so having Kate's eye on it is really, really amazing. But just seeing the types of greens, I'm really excited. I have to say, (laughs) some of them remind me of the German heavy crepe paper greens. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with mimicking those because a lot of people do like those German heavy mm-hmm. florist crepe greens. I actually yeah. think that they are some, they're, they're, very, they're, <laughs> they yeah. have a lot of staying power. Mm-hmm. I have to admit the leaf moss, the doublet, yes. that is my go-to for leaves and foliages. I love the darker. I love the brighter side. I love that I can flip it back and forth. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you wash diet, I mean, taking the whole thing and putting water it actually yeah. blends the two colors together and you get a third color. So there's so many ways that, I mean, if you can think it, mm-hmm. make it happen. So experiment again, experiment yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just don't take our words for it because mm-hmm. our need for different. a certain type of paper is going to be different from yours. Yeah. yeah. The 90 gram, mm-hmm. when it first came out, I was a bit skeptical. I have to, I, I will say, because really? I was like, yeah, I love because, <laughs> because I was like, what does it have that I don't already have? And uh-huh. to be honest, <laughs> I don't use it that much. I do use it for fine crepe stuff, but I don't use it that much. I, I, I know I'm, I'm probably the outlier. I love, here. Okay. Okay. I love the ability to ruffle the petal edges. I feel like the 90 is as long as you don't mm-hmm. stretch the whole thing and you yeah. only ruffle the top edges carnations oh my gosh it's just really mm-hmm. beautiful to be able to add those ruffle fluty edges to it that just yeah. have creates a lot of movement but you have yeah. to be very careful because if you overstretch it there's no way to bring it back it's just beyond. <laughs> yes. so you gotta really well that's to- that's the thing is because it's it is very easy to overstretch it it can it's be so loose easy. so it reminded yeah. me a little bit of the chinese words a little bit loose on that mm-hmm. yeah. and there's still green lines <laughs> And I think that's what, and that is honestly a style thing. It's an aesthetic thing. It's just yeah. what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love them on my pansies because yes. of the fluting. So pretty. Like you said, oh my gosh. And irises as Your well. Your pansies are so beautiful. You need to teach everyone how to do that. <laughs> it Probably not. <laughs> I have to it's keep some so things to myself. I honestly right? have to keep some things yeah. to myself. And it's so my aesthetic that, yeah, I need yours. to keep some things to myself. Otherwise, oh my like, otherwise it's like too. I think too much of myself in the world. I kind of lose myself. I totally you know what I mean. That. Yep. So, but given say that, um, I do love how the ninety is. It is very versatile. You know, mm-hmm. if you had the had to choose between the one eighty and the ninety, yeah. yep. You know, you probably would go with a 90 if you can, because the green yeah. lines are even like the green lines are there, but they're fine. They're pretty fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, they're not nearly as heavy, you know, mm-hmm. on the eye as the 180. Yeah. Um, and the colors that they come in, I have to say, are brilliant. They've chosen mm-hmm. the colors probably that sell the best. The yes. lighter tones and the pinks yeah. and the, yeah. you know, some of those more easily acceptable colors. Mm. And when you're coloring them, you know, it's easier when they're lighter. Because you yeah. always add color. It's hard to take away color, right? And mm-hmm. Italian is not great for taking away color. It just no. doesn't work very well. It really does not. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. So they've done a really good job of choosing those colors that, and like, even when you stretch them out, they're not mm-hmm. like suddenly, oh, I completely lost the color. It doesn't look like the color that I bought, yeah. which is great. 
Yeah. And I think Italian crepe paper has always been amazing at that. Like you get yeah. what you see. <laughs> mm-hmm. The color is not going to change just because you stretched it out. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about the 140? I have to admit, I don't really use the 140 at all. The paper place doesn't sell the 140. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've never actually tried the 140. I've never tried the, yeah. what, what's the other ones? The, the water resistant. The life fast. Yeah, the, the water resistant mm-hmm. ones. I've never tried those either. It has a weird oh. plastic coating that is very noticeable for paper flowers that oh. I just, I just, I've seen it and I'm just like, uh, not so much. And so yes. to me, the 180 is pretty close to the 140, but it just mm-hmm. comes in a more variety of colors, colors. that is just so much easier to work with. And yeah. even though it does fit, there's certain colors that fade, some colors that have really amazing, strong power of colors, but yeah. I kind of skip over the 140. So yeah. if they were to fade anything out, the 140 just, I love the 90, completely different from the 180. And I yeah, just go sure. between those two. For sure. Yeah. And um, I guess one of the things we people often talk about is like, how do you deal with the grain lines? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't deal with the grain lines and just stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just stretch or, it out and laminate it. Yeah. If you're doing smaller flowers, use the grain lines as measurements because they're yeah. evenly measured throughout the whole thing. Yeah, all your puddle size. Yeah, you can definitely use that to your measuring. For sure. Yeah, the 180 is quite heavy in the grain lines. Mm -hmm. And I know it can kind of distract your eyes. And I know some people have asked, well, how do you deal with that? Because it doesn't look real. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's probably the only way you can deal with it is like not actually relying too much heavily on the grain lines, but Mm -hmm. to either stretch it out fully or stretch it out partially. And can yeah. I take advantage of that? Same with the 90. You know what? Yeah. I'll tell you why I don't rely too much on the 90. I have to laminate it because once you mm-hmm. stretch it out, it's really flimsy. That's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing wrong with flimsy because if you're just going to like make it and then have it displayed and you don't need to ship it, you don't need to put it in a bouquet or arrangement. Yeah. And I yeah. remind you with bouquets, it gets shifted around a lot. You can't yeah. control how those flowers hit each other and squish into yep. each other so you have to think about that when you're making your flowers is yeah it can't be squishable really yeah. or else like your customer is gonna get it and it's gonna be all squished up. you can't rely on them to be like yeah. hey fluff it up fix it up like exactly. that's not their role right the awesome blossom workshops are wrapping up and we're celebrating with the in-person party we're hosting a workshop from may 13th to 15th at hope flower farm and winery in virginia we'll teach you how to make two new flowers and how to arrange your paper bloom plus internationally acclaimed fresh florist educator and designer holly chapel will teach you her holliest style of arranging using freshly cut flowers from her farm and you will arrange alongside her tickets are only limited to 20 students and they're available to purchase starting march 25th but if you're one of our awesome blossom students and you have the golden ticket you can grab a spot right now and save five hundred dollars come and celebrate with us face to face head over to our website now and reserve your spot we can't wait to meet you i need to bring up a point um i see a lot of this happen um boutonnieres you guys guys wear boutonnieres and they hug a lot at weddings Yes, that's true. It gets crushed. Good point. You you need to be very careful on the paper that you use for boutonnieres. They actually get manhandled a lot more because it's so small, forgettable, Mm -hmm. that when they come in for a hug, people actually don't notice it as much. And they just go in for the hug and it gets crushed. So something to really think about, like, how do you straighten up those small little flowers? Usually there's maybe 
three to five, maybe more if you if you do really tiny flowers. But when you do tiny flowers, you automatically want to reach for the lighter weight because you want it light and airy. But for boutonnieres, it really should be the opposite. You mm-hmm. need to pull the eye by creating a sturdy flower that is light and airy. So yeah. think about it. And that makes me want to talk about the duplet. Mm, that yes. was when I first started. I absolutely fell in love with the duplet. It was sturdy. It was strong. It was um, it had a lot of staying power. It had cross purpose. Like I could use it in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And one time before I discovered the fine crepe paper, Rosemill actually sent me a packet of crepe paper that was not glue. So I had these flimsy duplet paper that was like one-sided. So it wasn't double-sided glued together. Yeah. I was like, what do I do with this? And I kept <laughs> looking at it, picking it up. And like, this is so light. I was totally expecting duplet. And so one time I just sat down, I was like, okay, what can I do with this? It was actually really perfect for calyx, bracts. You want to add some structures, some defining details on the back mm. of the flowers without adding a lot of weight. That's one of the best uses for me when I'm doing the fine crepe paper was one of that. And that's how I fell in love with the fine because I didn't know how to use it until that <laughs> moment came. I was like, yeah. what do I do with this? And then I started I like, oh, I really needed to rediscover this a little bit more. So yeah. I, I feel like there's cycles of me going through flowers and figuring out, oh, and do I do well at 80? Do I do well yeah. 40? Do I do yeah. German, Italian, Chinese, Mexican? Do I do streamers like the American yeah. denizens? So it's fun. I feel like that's what, yeah. yeah. It comes with need, right? It's like, exactly. we always talk about this where you're like, yes. I mean, some people are amazing at looking at mm, the material and saying, this is what I can make from it, which is amazing. Sometimes like you get inspired. You're like, oh, that color. I'm going to make a poppy from this. But sometimes you're like at a point where you're like, okay, I need to make this flower. How am I going to do that? What is my objective? (laughs) What Mm -hmm. do I need to think about in terms of structure, in terms of color? And what paper suits it best. And doing it that way is, yes, there's a lot of experimentation, but it's so satisfying once you, 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 everything falls in place and you're like, okay, that paper is good for this because I know that prop, the properties of that paper. I know the qualities. Mm -hmm. I know what it can do, what it can't do. What are its limitations? Mm -hmm. What are its strengths? And I think that requires you to get your hands on it and like work with it and also fail, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to do it, make it, make something with it and failing and realizing, okay, that's the limit. Mm-hmm. That's what I can't do with it. What can I do with it? Right. Mm-hmm. So exactly. yeah, you really have to get your hands on it. And I have yeah. to say the double-sided doublet, like you can't go wrong with it. <laughs> so if you're starting so out, you guys do start with a doublet. It's just really yeah. easy. You don't have to worry about the grain lines. It has great stretch, cupping ability, fluting ability, a lot easier to like start. I have, once, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But once you start, experiment with the other ones because the other crepe papers are so beautiful. And it's really elevated my craft a little bit more on how I present my flowers to my customers. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun, you guys. It's so fun. Like, yeah. and the colors. And once you, okay, so I would say when you first start out, you want to use the colors that it comes in. But then the next step is like, how do you start adding colors to it? An easy way is alcohol markers. You don't have to worry about mixing colors. Um, it goes on. It has staying power. But then you start thinking about, what else do I have? Your next one is going to be acrylic paint because that's really cheap, readily available. And then you'll move on to watercolor. And then you'll move on to gouache 
gouache is a mixture of acrylic and watercolor. So that's really interesting, the properties of that. So I think there's like layers and layers of experimentation that you can add on there. Or and whatever pastel, you have. <laughs> Literally, yeah, pastel, whatever you have. Talk. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. The possibility is endless. People have dyed it with tea, with um, vegetables, onions, with turmeric, using the spices for pollen. I've done that. Using turmeric to dye your paper because it's a beautiful golden, kind of like a mustard yellow that's like for that rose the mustard rose that's absolutely beautiful oh my gosh the using tea like the black earl gray will give you a different nuances rubios tea is also another interesting one let's see what else is there there's also beet supposed to give you a pink avocado will also give you a lovely pink so so many ways to color your paper on top of it so i mean the thing is experiment look around what you have you don't have to pay a lot of money to elevate your craft Mm -hmm. you can just look around your house which is so fun and of course i'm going to shout out to my favorite glue aline aline's not only come with one but they come in i feel like a dozen different types of glue adhesive from glue sticks to glue pens to turbo to fast drying to like clear gel i mean it goes on and on and on and it's been really fun using all these weights of glue i mean i feel like people haven't really talked about it's like how do you know what glue to use with with crepe paper i mean i know a lot of people with the 180 they love to use hot glue because it sticks right away mm-hmm. i actually like to take my time with 180 and actually use a lean tacky glue i like mm-hmm. to use the turbo i don't know it just gives me this ability to like fix things before it dries mm-hmm. Hot glue is like, yeah. it's so fast. You got to like, oh, you're done. You can't yeah, move it. You're done. <laughs> I might go back with the hot glue at the very end once I get everything settled. Yeah. But usually by t- that time, the glue has already set and it's mm-hmm. pretty sturdy. And yeah. I have to say, I did the large poppies and I used the Lean's Ultimate Glue. Mm-hmm. It stayed on. Like it was a really amazing. Even Sarah of the handmade yeah. uh, Sarah Kim, she was like, how did you glue that on? And I was like, I just used this. It was super easy. And <laughs> we were shaking it around and we we're like, whoa, this is amazing. I, I love that product. I, they sent yeah. it to me as a sample to do, to work on. And I was like, oh, wow, what? What is this? It's, okay, it's a clear, it's almost like Gorilla Glue, but without, you know, Gorilla Glue takes a really long time to like set. Like yeah. they say, take about 24 hours. A tiny bit of the ultimate Aline's Tacky Glue like set almost immediately. Like I use a dot for my spun mm-hmm. cotton and it was like, insert in, done. And then wow. I used it for the poppies. And so I had I use a PVC pipe and I use a mesh wire. So there's holes. And I was yeah. really concerned about the holes not lining up with the PVC pipe mm-hmm. because there was air pockets. But I, I just let it, I glued it on, I set yeah. it on, and then didn't, I would say, a couple of layers around the edges to make yeah. sure that it was intact. Yeah. And I just and I just let it sit and cured, and it really did its job. I'm, and it really stayed impressed. on. Yeah, I was really impressed with it because the poppy heads were really heavy. I would say oh, the sure. weight came from the stamen yeah. because on each poppy head, there was close to like 300 Oh um, stamens per head and yeah. I had a floral tape I 
I hate being taped out. Oh my gosh. I felt like my arms were like going to die off because you know, it's, it's so, the wires are so thin and you had yeah. to like, um, yes. you know, floral tape it up. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. I'm quite tired of that project. <laughs> it's beautiful. I loved it. Um, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to do another one. <laughs> but I might have to do another one. <laughs> okay. What do we have left? Okay. Let's quickly talk about the extra fine. Yeah. German. Uh, talk about the Chinese and the Mexican and yes. a little bit about the denizen. Yes. So extra fine pay paper. You can find that at Rosemill as well. Mm-hmm. And you can also find that exclusively through Leah Griffith. And that's yeah. because she has a licensing rights to certain colors. Not, ne- not, not necessarily the weight. Um, cut this out, please. Um, Leah Griffith is expiring. Ooh. And so... Yeah, it has expired or hasn't expired. It's expiring, or because um, Mike told me this, he is now licensed to (gasps) sell German crepe paper. Yes. Oh, because they told him that there is no restrictions in terms of what colors he can choose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's able to carry unbranded Leah Griffin crepe paper. That's awesome. Because I would would totally, yeah. Give me, yeah. Uh, Sorry, give me one second. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the other a German crepe paper is the extra fine crepe paper that you can also find at Rose Mill and they carry a couple of colors. So hopefully they'll carry more. But it's funny because like you mentioned, the extra, it's called extra fine crepe paper, but it's not finer than the fine crepe paper. Yes. <laughs> so deceiving. I yeah, I don't know how it works, but. German translation is different. Yes, maybe. <laughs> But the extra fine crepe paper, it's like a thicker version because it has heavier gray lines. Mm-hmm. And so the actual, it's not as, um, it's actually not as fine and not as delicate <laughs> as the yeah. fine crepe paper. Because yep. <laughs> you touch the fine crepe paper, it's almost like tissue paper, yeah. except with a slight roughness to it. But then mm-hmm. the extra fine crepe paper, like, and I don't really want to compare it to the 90 because the 90 has a little bit thicker green line. But it's like a baby version of a 90. Yes. Where it doesn't um, have that, that long extra stretch. I feel like. No, it has. Yeah, it, it does have stretch. a good stretch. Yeah. It does have a good stretch more than the double sided, mm-hmm. but not as much as the 90. But it's mm-hmm. very buttery. I have to say, it's very buttery. It is. It's, it's very, very smooth. smooth. I love smooth. touching. Oh. I love touching the German crepe paper, like any of their lines. It just has this beautiful smoothness that you can't find in the Italian, which is sad to say, but you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, And I have my favorite colors in the extra fine (laughs) that don't come in the fine crepe paper. So explore those colors too, because there are some like really beautiful, the greens are beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love the purples. I'm a purple fan, obviously. And then later on, I think um, Rosemill started carrying the heavy, so the florist mm-hmm. or the heavy crepe paper, yeah, <laughs> the heavy <laughs> German crepe paper, which is comparable to the 180 in the Italian, yeah. mm-hmm. except that their colors are slightly different. Mm-hmm. I liked their greens more. I don't have yeah. access to them. I only see them and I have them in small packages because they come in like long rolls and Rosemill yeah. to ship them to me in Canada is like $50, which or 70. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. I'll bring um, you some when I see you in May. Yes, I would love to. I I'll have like really up. short ones, really, really yeah. baby, the I'll baby bring you short long ones. ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, now that Car- 
Pyrotechnica Rossi has brought out greens in their 90 that is somewhat similar in the green range. Yeah. It actually is more accessible for most people to get those too. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in Europe, Arlo Art in the UK, you can purchase it there. Purchase from Karnacheka Rossi directly and they yeah. can ship it to you. And that yeah. will probably be the easiest if you want to yeah. grab the new ones. Yeah. And they have a really good free shipping um, option too. If you buy off a certain amount, yeah, like it's exactly. really cool. So like you can see their box and like mm-hmm. they fill it up. It's virtual, yep. right? And then they yes. show you how far the box you have. <laughs> and then once you fill it up, it's like, you know, you get whatever free shipping, which is, which is really, really awesome. It is nice. And then let's talk, let's about, talk the... about Chinese. Okay. So let's talk about paper mill. There's a lot of controversy with that, but paper, paper mill, I'm sorry, paper mark. Dot com, which is located in California. I would th- the thing I hate about and love about Paper Mart is they do carry a whole bunch of wide variety of items for packaging paper flowers to the crepe paper. The crepe paper they offer now is the Chinese, the Mexican, and the Italian crepe paper. Mm-hmm. So you can almost, I wish they would carry German too, but then that would be like all one-stop shopping place. But then I have to say, I love supporting Rose Mill, and I love supporting Cart Finney. They're American based. Mm-hmm. I know both of them, Michelle and Mike. They're amazing people. And with COVID, it's just been a really rough time for everybody with yeah. import coming in. And I just felt like Paper Mart is undercutting everybody. For sure. So Absolutely. that is, yeah. But because um, Paper Mart, I have to balance this very carefully. I did look at Cart Finney and I was trying to buy a certain colors, and he was sold out. And I had to buy it because my customer demanded it. So, of course, I looked at another resource. Paper Mart came up and they had the color and it was a lot cheaper. So something to think about as you're going through. And I do love developing relationship. I, you know, strongly my first place is always to buy from Cart Finney and mm-hmm. also from Rose Mill before I purchase from anywhere else. In desperate needs, I will search other places. So, yeah. Yeah. It's Sad to point out, but they do yes. carry it if you're looking for it. Um, but the shipping is crazy expensive. So really mm-hmm. think about if you're buying from Paper Mart, buy a lot, so your shipping will balance it out. Because if <laughs> yeah. I'm sending a box it to myself, expensive. I'm paying fifty to seventy-five dollars for shipping mm-hmm. costs. You guys, yeah. it's ridiculous. But yeah. something to think about as you're purchasing more and more quantity. So it's kind of like, would you rather pay more for your product but get more affordable? shipping because mm-hmm. i know cart finney with mike i mean the shipping yeah. is it's regular shipping <laughs> regular <Yeah>. people shipping <laughs> exactly. you know so like yep. you're paying a little bit more you're supporting his business you're supporting his mm-hmm. livelihood and you're not yep. paying as much to fedex or upx yeah or paper mart where you're paying for less for the product but you're paying a lot to fedex yes yeah. oh my gosh it's so um, ridiculous i'm always yeah. like a shock i was like oh it is. You want to buy this? <laughs> I, so from Canada, <laughs> I did in the past have bought crepe paper from Paper Mart because they did carry the Chinese, which was all they carried at the time, actually. Yeah. Right. They only recently started carrying the Italian. And at the time, they also had a lot more colors in the Chinese. Like if you go to the website now, there's like five of each, like, and they're like probably the colors that don't sell. <laughs> Um, so the good colors are not there. Like the moss green is not there. Any of no, the browns are color. not green. I the know, peaches are not the Like none of them are there. Oh, yes. Um, so I, and then I also had before shopped there for um, 
stem wires because they have like the long 36 inch ones. Yeah. It's the only I place they that. had it. It is cloth wrap, wrapped, which is a little mm-hmm. bit different. Not my favorite to work with, but I guess better than bare. <laughs> sometimes. Yes, exactly. Um, but since then I have not purchased anything from there because the shipping was it's like $70 American. It's crazy. You guys. Crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> I, like I, you're a big company. You can't reduce that. <laughs> like you can't like I anyways. So, yeah. and to be honest though, whatever they, whatever they quote you, who knows, part of it might just be for them. <laughs> it might not mm-hmm. be the shipping cost. It might actually be their cut too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, just something to think about now that they don't ca- carry that much of the Chinese, but we should talk about why we even yeah. bought the Chinese to begin yep. with. Yes. Let's do what that. did you like about them, Quinn? I, okay. No one was carrying that beautiful, soft brown that I love to use to wrap my branches. It was just this perfect medium soft brown that just was, it was there and it didn't distract from the flowers. Some of the browns that I saw from other, the Italian, um, I believe German doesn't even have any browns, mm-hmm. but um, the brown was a little bit too dark and too heavy. Even if I like recolored it, it just wasn't the same. And it it's was- It's a gray brown, the, the Chinese. Yeah, brown. exactly. And it was, it was perfect because I used it as paper tape and it was, Mm-hmm. I didn't need the durability. I didn't need the stretch. I was going to stretch it out anyway to cover my branches. It was absolutely perfect. And it was really strong. And I felt like the glue didn't tear into the paper as much. And I could use it to wrap it. And it was, it was perfect for what I needed. The mm-hmm. moss green. Let's talk about that. That mm-hmm. is, at that particular time, years back, that was like the perfect yellow green mm-hmm. that you can find anywhere else. And it was just, and it was inexpensive. I have to admit, it was really, it's like $2 a roll. So it was, it was really cheap and it was, and I was doing a lot of large insulation Mm -hmm. and I had to really think about my cost, even though paper is not that expensive, but if using like 50 rolls at a time, the costs do add up and you Mm -hmm. have to really think about how can I minimize my expenses because my labor is so expensive. So, and then to offset that with the customer. So something to think about. How about you? Yeah. What did you like the Chinese for? I did like the colors because it was muted mm-hmm. um, and they were different. I mean, I just yeah. bought these in colors, so it kind of fit between the colors I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And then I figure out how to use the texture. But yeah. that said, I mean, that was at the beginning. Now it's like a little bit different Yeah. in terms of my practice and what I what matters to me and what doesn't. But yeah, I mean, like the, the absolutely the moss green. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have it. I have my, my display ring from 2018. Yes. It still lives on in <laughs> 2020. I know. And the colors, is the color has color. changed, uh-huh. but it's like a golden green now, but not, but, and then I look at some other pieces that are Italian, um, that, you know, dark olive green that came out at the very, yeah. very beginning. And, now it's and like it turned brown, oh, yes. it turned brown, like brown. <laughs> within yes. a month yeah. and now it looks okay because it kind of mixes in but at the beginning I was like what the mm-hmm. the <laughs> I know the dyes that the Chinese use are probably not good for the environment <laughs> that's yes. why their staying power is so good yes. by Rossi, they use eco-friendly they I mean yes. that's what they say, eco-friendly dyes so the, the you know their their the colors are not going to last as long in the sun yes. um but the the Chinese man, like they, they know how to dye their stuff. Cause it's staying proud. The brown that we use, 
the brown that you were yep. talking about mm-hmm. has not changed in color at all. Like it still yeah. looks like that, that, that brown gray color of mm-hmm. a branch. It's still you have any that, of that brown. Can I buy some off of you? <laughs> I yeah, might have some. I may Ooh. have stocked up on some. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but this was like way back, like years ago, because I was like, shipping is so expensive. I need to buy more because <laughs> I'm not right? going to, yeah. it's ridiculous. So each roll was like probably like $10. But yeah, no, with the, uh, the other color that, um, that I actually like from the, from the Chinese is they have some cool pink. You don't see a lot of cool pinks in the Italian or the German because a lot of people don't know how to deal with the cool pink colors. So it's hard when you have, when you're choosing colors, the warmer ones if you have warm colors, generally, it's hard to stick a cool one in there. Like a lot of yeah. people won't It just it. draws the eye. It does. Better. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. But you need to use it in a way that, you know, makes sense. And so they don't have a lot of that. And the for some reason, the, the Chinese have a couple, at least one cool pink. It's a light cool pink. And it's yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's It's beautiful. But otherwise, like, the other colors are, some of them are a little bit strong. Like the purple is mm-hmm. a little bit strong. And um, I also yeah. find their dyes don't come out very easily. Mm-mm. So you wouldn't be able to really take color out of them and you won't be able to use the dyes from them. Yeah. Um, which is probably why they last so long. Like they don't yeah. fade because they stick so well to the exactly. paper. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the stretch, I have to say, the stretch is lacking. <laughs> you don't mm-hmm. use it for the stretch. It's very flimsy. Yeah. So that's the downside of those types of papers is that they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're not made very well, but there's a strength in that not made, you know, very well. There's a strength in that. You just don't use it for what it doesn't do. Right? Yeah, don't expect exactly. it to be like the 180 where it holds all the cupping like really well. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, just don't do that. Yeah. And I've never tried the Mexican. Um, you haven't? No. Oh, oh, well, bring we're some in, for you. Well, we're in Canada. We yes. don't really get Mexican <laughs> products. I would have to buy from the States. I don't, yeah, it's yeah, fine. I have so much in. paper that I'm like, I don't okay. need to go ahead to. But tell us about Mexican crepe paper because I've heard uh-huh. some positive things about that. Yeah. So I would say you can buy it at Paper Mart. It's a little, it's different from the Chinese, but not by much. It just comes in a, a more brighter color palette mm. than I would say. It's not as muted as Chinese. But maybe it's because they're used for pinatas is oh, the way that I've seen it. So, but yeah, it's the same thing as the Chinese, but a little bit brighter in color. So if you yeah. want a more saturated palette color, that would be where I go. But I have to say, I don't use it as much because I get distracted by the beautiful Italians and mm-hmm. I just fall back with the German crepe paper. Yeah. And those are my r- big go-to because I can buy them very easily mm-hmm. and they just work really well with all the flowers that I make. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like you just kind of find a time and place for it sometimes. Exactly. Like having more more knowledge of what's available mm-hmm. is helpful when you're trying to figure out how to make something. And then yeah. you kind of decide, oh, do I want to use that? Or what do I have on hand? Like yep. you say, you don't yep. always have everything on hand. Exactly. And what can I substitute for one mm-hmm. over the other? Yeah. And also experiment. If you're doing like, let's say you're doing a poppy and you're like, oh, I'm going to just have, I have the time to experiment. I'll make this poppy with the same template and make it in all the different ways. And then that will be your best bet. It's like, oh, that really worked for this ruffle. Mm-hmm. But how do I apply it to a different flower? So it's yeah. just really fun to experiment and to take notes as you're doing things. And it does help a lot 
when you're repetitively creating like a peony five times, mm-hmm. you will see it change because you're, you, my own method is when I do a flower, I'm constantly thinking about how can I improve this for the next time I make it, especially if I'm doing five in a row, I will actually tweak it every single time. So that mm-hmm. five peony will not look the same. It might look similar, but if you really dig down and compare it note to note, it's going to be slightly different because I'm always yeah. like, oh, what if I did this? How would that turn out? So yeah. I think that's the really fun part of paper flowers is just like in nature, none of my flowers is the same and I don't yeah. want it to be the same. And the interesting part is I'm super happy when I'm done with it. But the moment I move on to the next and I look back, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Why was <laughs> I so happy with it? And so it's just, but the thing is you learn as you go and you're applying new t- techniques and you're cross pulling your technique from one flower to another flower because you're like, oh, what if I did that? And you're mm-hmm. happy with it. And so at the moment, I always love what I'm doing. And I'm yes. always moving on to the next project. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> yeah. So this is pretty much the like the basic go-to for crepe papers, you guys. Yeah. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts and share what mm-hmm. you love about, I mean, tell us what crepe paper you use, first of all, and why do you love using it? And what's your least favorite? Mm -hmm. paper that you don't use that much at all and yeah cherish your technique share us what you love and what you hate because that just makes conversation go around and Mm -hmm. it improves your technique and improves your experimentation yeah it really does I think you know the crate paper there's so many strengths and so many limitations Mm -hmm. (laughs) depending on what you want to do with it that's the thing like it could be possibilities could be endless but if you have a certain goal in mind then you know, one's probably better than the other. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's always fun seeing how you can stretch those limitations. You know, how yes. much further can I, can I make this petal look smooth or uh, how size-wise too? We don't even talk about size, but like oh, yeah. sizes, I mean, you're obviously going to turn to 180. I mean, that is the biggest strength of the 180 is mm-hmm. being able to make these huge, huge flowers, like out of this world, yeah. flowers because no other crepe paper weight would be able to structurally create something like that mm-hmm. like it just we love the softness of some of the other ones like but you there's no way that you would ever try to use you know fine crepe paper or even doublet for a huge flower yeah. because you the structural have to laminate it like multiple times to get that strain but your yeah. flowers could never be that big because they only come in 10 inch yeah. um height yeah. so that's something to really consider as you're going and making large versus small and the weights, the stretchability, the durability, like there's so many different things to think about as you experiment and make all the different flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun, you guys. I know that's our why, right? Yes. Yes. 100% yes. (laughs) All right, you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. the next episode. We would love to thank you, our listener, and especially our patrons for supporting our podcast, Paper Talk, and for making Season 5 possible. Mm-hmm.